All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Well, the reoccurring theme that we see keep seeming to keep seeming to go back to is gun control. Um, our government just likes to keep us on our toes. I think is the uh, the answer. Um, a listener, uh, Kyle, sent us an email, and we had mentioned, you know, last week that we were going to kind of hit this topic. But uh, you can send us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com if you have ideas for topics or things you want to hear and learn about, um, or maybe just want to hear our opinions. Um, I don't know how uh, involved this answer is directly to Kyle's question, but we're going to see what we can do. Um, Kyle really wanted us to focus on uh, uh, how local and state you know, uh, police forces, governments, whatever might react to, you know, any kind of gun control laws. And, you know, we saw a lot of that where the governors had kind of band together or sorry, sheriffs had band together and, you know, kind of make a stand against, you know, illegitimate gun laws and things like that. So we'll, we'll get into it. Um, one of the things it's, it's funny how things change your perspective changes as things, you know, go on. So obviously, you know, if my perspective changed, that must mean that I support gun control. Um, no, that that's not the case. But, uh, you thought that was going to be how my perspective changed, but uh, it's funny. Cause like during the gun control debates over the years, you know, my mind always, you know, goes different places. Um, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, I always kind of felt frustrated, like, why did they put that well-regulated militia? Um, it, it just added so much confusion and so much, you know, fodder for yeah. the government to try and, because they're always like, well, it's just for for the military, for, you know, and they... They really try and change it into something else, something other than what it is. And yet, and, and that was kind of always in my mind, like always how I felt about it. But I got to say, one, you got to be pretty ignorant to just think that that means for the military when you read the wording. I mean, you really have to have a willing disbelief. But I felt like it gave the government a foothold. Um, mm -hmm. And... Now, the more I look at it, I feel like those words are so important. Um, I think that it's kind of a reminder to the people that it is necessary to be vigilant and be standing up to tyranny and to your government. I feel like they're they're kind of asking you, hey, you need to do it because of this. You have right. guns. That means you need to be vigilant. You know, you need to be. And, and I think that's, and I mean, they say necessary, it is necessary for the population, the people to be vigilant. And I think that's like a big thing that people seem to miss and kind of forget when we get so caught up in, in the other things, but that's, man, that's, that really, uh, kind of been sitting, you know, what, what is it? Like they say, you know, sitting on my heart kind of thing that, that kind of, yeah, you know, it's been been on my mind, and and I think that's the truth of it. Though is it is necessary for people to stand up, 
Now, one of the things that a lot of my buddies are like, oh, I can, and I say buddies, you know, people who I I work with are different things. And they're like, well, you know, I can vote for Biden because it doesn't matter because we have the Second Amendment and gun control will never pass. And we won't have any of these laws and none of these things will happen and the Supreme Court will stop it. And it's irrelevant and you'd never have to worry about them taking away your guns. And I'm like, yeah, and you're an idiot. But, uh, and, you yeah, know, I, I mean, it's we... a big push right off the bat. And um, you'll see that, that ultimately the plan for the next four years is incremental uh, changes to gun control laws. Um, so it's not, think... you know, it's not going to be one big law that they pass that says, you know, nobody, you know, nobody uh, can own, you know, whatever, anything that's not bolt action or muzzleloader rifles, you know, nobody can own handguns. Right. It's not going to be one big law that pushes everything through. It's going right. to be, you know, piecemeal. And, right. and, and every step of the way we have to, we have to watch out. I mean, I feel like they were getting some real headway with their stupid red flag laws and stupid shit like that. And, you know, that's the, I think the mental health approach is, is really a strong argument because, I mean, you got to think about, you just have to find people with that agree with you with mental health. You know, it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, so when you're the government, you just have to find somebody who goes to your side. And I got to say, a lot of people who seek out those degrees tend to be very school oriented and they end up getting that very socialist kind of mindset. Just um, the thing is, like, if you're going to become a doctor or a teacher, a lot of times you believe that by through education, you can know better than other people. I mean, it's kind of the definition of the job title, you know, of mm-hmm. becoming a doctor or, or a teacher, right? So when you do that, so you just end up with a large percentage of people who think that way that, hey, I can know better than other people because I went to school and I'm trained and therefore the somebody in charge should be able to tell people what to do. And I think that's a big thing. Um, and so you end up with a lot of people with a more socialist kind of mindset. And that's just, you know, where, and I guess actually that's more of a communist mindset, if you want to really correct me, um, you know, socialist is kind of everybody agrees, whereas communist is more the, well, yeah. we all agree that I'm in charge and I get to tell you what to do because I know better, you know. Um, right. But but that's kind of that where that comes from. And and I guess why, you know, the education system kind of bothers me so much. And it's not, I mean, obviously people can say, hey, I really want to master my skill and then I want to share it because I want everybody to know this skill. I mean, I do that with firearms. People do that with, you know, knife making or you see all these awesome things with, you know, cool bike builders on discovery or, you know, whatever it is you're into, you want to share your passion and that's awesome. And obviously there's a big percentage of people who want to do that, you know, who are teachers and by big percentage, I mean, 15, 20, 25%. Um, and that are just passionate about what they do. And they're like, man, this is so awesome. You know? And like me, I think it is important to know our history and understand it and to see where we come from. I mean, that's, I guess why I'm so passionate about gun control is because people, uh, 
you know, throughout time, governments have, you know, oppressed people. And it's funny, I, I saw a, uh, a post on Facebook and uh, somebody was making the argument, I think it was that stupid Hogue kid from Florida. And he was like, well, did Jesus need an AR-15? And then some some smart ass put on there, well, I guess if he'd had one, maybe the government wouldn't have killed him. And I was like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, think I that- mean... Yeah, I think I think a lot of this shit is, you know, it comes from a place, uh, you know, a, a good place where people want, you know, want kids to be safe and want everyone to not, you know, not be in a dangerous situation and, and that sort of thing. But I, I think I always hear all these arguments about, well, we're not going to stop you from target shooting. We're not going to stop you from hunting. But that's not the reason for guns. You know, the reason is not you know, is not so you can go hunting. It's so that, you know, you can be wary and you can watch your government just like they're watching you, you know? Right. You know, it's always been that, you know, the government should be afraid of the people. You know, when you look at our founders, that was definitely their intent. That Mm -hmm. was America's purpose. That's why we were going to be different. And, you know, people lose sight of the America is special thing. You know, you feel like secret shame when you think that your government is better than other governments. And obviously we're going down a slippery slope because we're people. And, and, you know, our government has made tons of choices where maybe we aren't the altruistic, you know, high and mighty authority and good, but we really created something very different when America was created. And, you know, it, it is something that's set apart and different. And it should be honored and and recognized that, you know, hey, America really did something great where the individual comes first is supposed to be the idea. You know, I mean, that was that was it, man. That's what they wanted to champion was the individual. The hey, man, do what you got to do and you can be awesome. You might fail. You might suck. But in general, you got a shot. And that was it. It was America was supposed to be, you know, the land of people who were going to take a shot and see what they can do and become the greatest thing. And I think a lot of great things came out of that. And, you know, I mean, we were really innovative. And whenever real freedom is practiced, I feel like innovation really comes through. But, you know, whatever. That That's, that's my own uh, thing. But I do know that governments, when left to their own devices, uh, I guess human nature and selfishness. And I think a lot of people, what happens is people who aren't worried about controlling other people just tend to focus on their own business. And people who want to control other people spend all their time doing that. And so that's where you get into problems because those are the people that get into government and build up these paths. Whereas the people who have the right spirit, I think are like, Oh, I'm only going to get into government when I'm forced into it because my government's so messed up and out of control. So you get kind of the reluctant guy, you know, you hear these stories. uh, Davy Crockett was like that. And, you know, you watch uh, any of these documentaries uh, that John Adams one on HBO was amazing. Um, 
of, uh, you know, our founding fathers and kind of their motivation. Now, these were all smart guys. They weren't, you know, your average common street person kind of thing, you know, but they did come from different walks of life. But it was a lot of the educated guys that stepped up. They were people who were respected by their communities who were sent up to do it. But again, they were the reluctant politician, the guy who came in because, you know, they saw how wrong it was, how wrong government was. You know, the people who were into, I want to be in charge and control people, they were already in power as, you know, British, uh, you know, governors and things like that in, you know, in the States, in the U.S. So obviously it wasn't the U.S. then, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so to uh, Kyle's point, though, I think we saw it a lot in New York, and, and that was one of the things. We uh, we went through the changes. You hear all these people talk. Um, I had a lot of friends who were like, well, you know, we'll stand up to the government, and, you know, nobody's going to come take my guns, and nobody's going to do all these things, and, you know, we won't allow it. The people will freak out, and, you know, they'll just – you know, stand up and be in the streets with their guns and whatever. Civil war, you know, you hear this all the time, right? Civil war. And that's not how it happened in New York, you know? And that was overnight. Hey, you have to register all your guns. Hey, you can't buy AR-15s anymore. Hey, everything is, you know, all this stuff. Uh, They had some stupid-ass law of, you're only allowed to have seven bullets in your gun at a time, even though the magazine holds more. What you're gonna come look in my and they actually pulled over people and they were like, Oh, you have a concealed carry. Can I see your gun? And they counted the bullets in the gun. That was only a few people that got arrested for that stupid nonsense. And then even to make it even dumber than it is, they actually our state supreme court in New York decided, you know what, it's unconstitutional to limit you to seven rounds, but it is constitutional to limit you to 10. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure how you get there. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's that kind of stupid ass shit that, but my point is, they came out with all kinds of draconian gun laws. And it didn't matter. Um, People didn't run out in the streets. People didn't get upset. But the big thing is the government was also smart where they didn't come door to door. Hey, we're going to check your, your your guns. You know, we, we know that you bought this. We know whatever. Instead, they created a registry. They made it so that you're an outcast and created a public, uh, you know, like you're not going to talk about your guns anymore. You're not going to, you know, you, all of a sudden it's like a shameful thing. Oh, I have all these AR-15s that I have to keep them secret or, you know, whatever. And, and the thing is you are a criminal where if something does go wrong, they can come over and be like, look, this evil guy had all these things that are so horrible and the shame and the stigma and they created a culture. It was a set, but I got to say it was also a test. I think, I think it was a test to see what the Supreme court's going to do. To, you know, the, the federal Supreme Court to see how far you can push violating the Second Amendment without any recourse or consequence. And I got to say, 
it was a test of you as a citizen to how will you react to this? And I got to say, we kind of came out pretty poorly on that one. Um, back to, to Kyle's thing. Now, a lot of the, uh, the sheriffs said, Hey, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have my people's back and you're not going to come to my County and you're not going to send your state police to come take our guns away because we won't allow it. And a lot of sheriffs did step up and it, it was pretty impressive, especially in a, a very left leaning state like uh, New York that so many did come forward. So many sheriffs and they said, Hey, we have our people's back. And I think that's great. But I'm not, but you know what? The people didn't have their sheriffs back because a lot of, in the next election, a lot of those sheriffs got beat out. They got voted out, um, that's right. They got, you know, we had, in in uh, the county that Kevin and I lived in, we had an amazing sheriff who had been there for a long time. And he ended up getting uh, beat out because basically that. They made this big hate campaign against him because he came out and said, look, I got you on gun control. I want, I think he actually came out and said, I want anybody with a concealed carry to carry it everywhere they go. Cause you guys will have our back and a law abiding citizen with a gun is better than not having a law abiding citizen with a gun, you know, and that, that by itself was like turned into this huge uh, shitstorm for him. And that, you know, that's partly the reason that he lost. I heard people specifically say that they weren't vote they were voting against him because he had said that. Right. And it, it just that it ended up being ridiculous. And, you know, but that's the kind of thing. It comes at a cost. You know, standing up for freedom and, and saying what you believe comes at a cost. But if you don't say anything and you feel shame or embarrassment or you feel like, hey, I might lose my election, then, you know. Now, but I guess as the, the direct answer to Kyle's question, I think that the response that he, he's wondering, you know, what we might get, I think you're going to get a lot of the same. That That's the answer. I think you're going to get a lot of people who talk tough at first but when they see that nobody has their back, they're going to get kind of rolled over. Um, over and over again in history, complacency kind of wins. People are like, all right, well, I'll just keep mine tucked away and I'll hide them and nobody will find them. And the government will kind of ease off on that for a while, you know, until it's really until they're ready to make their move. And then they and by make their move, I mean, take absolute, you know, iron fist control. Um, when you, when you get that, then it's a lot easier because also they can limit communications. They can really, you know, stereotype you as a bad guy. And the thing is a lot of people, you want to do the right thing. You're good, honest people. You want to be law abiding. So people are like, well, it's not that important to me. You know, I don't really need an AR-15. I just, I do enjoy going and shooting it. So you know, I'm okay with my Remington 700. That's pretty awesome too. And, you know, I'm okay with that. And I'll turn in the air 15 because I could still stop a bad guy with my uh, hunting rifle, you know, but 
you end up really limiting, you know, what you are and what you can do when you do that. You you're giving them the upper hand. Obviously, they have the government has one an endless supply of your money or at least the ability to print your money to buy as much ammo as they want. They have an endless ammunition supply. They have full auto. You do not. They have a lot of resources available to them and they have them available to them because they took your money and because they can keep taking your money. They've taken the power to print more money and deflate the value of yours. You don't have to hand over one cent. They can just keep passing stimulus bills where they're like, here, I'll give you a little bit. And then I'm going to put 75% more back in my pocket to do whatever I think is necessary for me. So Mm -hmm. yeah, here's pittance for you and here's some for me and I get to choose what, you know, I'm in charge of. So the government already has a huge upper hand to give them any more leverage by, you know, getting rid of your guns or giving up your rights is definitely a mistake. Um, It's happened over and over again in history and, But I really feel people are just kind of, it's that normalcy bias or whatever, where I'm just going to go along because, you know, look, everybody else is doing it because nobody else is talking about it. I don't know who's really, you know, who's really hiding and keeping their guns or who's doing what. And the government's like, whatever, if I can create that stigma and get it to where you have all your stuff secured away somewhere buried in the backyard, then I could still kick in your door because it's not going to matter because your stuff's buried in the backyard, you know? Right. Um, go ahead. I, I think that, you know, I think that this shit, you know, it's so fucking, so fucking aggravating. You know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's always, it's always just a little bit further and it's always a little right. bit further and it's, everyone's always, you know, uh, all right, fine. I can't, I won't have, you know, 11 bullets in my, in my gun. I won't keep, even keep my gun loaded. I'll keep my, you know, ammo and my gun separate in my car so that if I do need it, it's going to take me 20 minutes to actually get to it. You know, yeah. there, there are so many laws about it specifically that it's not even possible to follow the laws anymore. You know, right. you're always breaking the law, whether or not, you know, you're intending to or not. And, you know, when they have that kind of control over you, they can really force you to do just about anything they want you to. And I got to say, your uh, fellow brethren in the state, as far as voting, are we've allowed the school system to kind of create a culture where people are willing to trust the government. And as long as the government keeps giving them free stimulus checks, then mm-hmm. they're down for whatever the government wants to do. You know, hey. Biden promised us $2,000 each. I think I'm going to vote for Biden because I could use $2,000. Now, Mm -hmm. sure, gas could be a dollar cheaper a gallon if, uh, you know, we had people doing the right things in Washington. Sure, there could be a lot of other things that they could have helped you without taking your money and then allowing you to have a little bit of it back. I mean, whatever. But you just got to realize what's really important and what you're willing to work for, what you're willing to fight for, how hard you're allowed going to allow your life to become. Um, You know, sometimes you got to work hard to 
keep freedoms and you know freedoms come at a cost you know it's easy to be like well i'll just get that check you know or i can go on unemployment and those checks will keep coming for a long time and then maybe even disability yeah you know i could kind of work through the pain or you know maybe it'd just be easier to just kind of give up and be like yeah everything hurts (laughs) let me just sit on the couch and watch Jerry Springer or whatever people watch anymore. I don't know. I think Jerry Springer might be long gone. Um, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's still the view Judge with Judy. Whoopi. Yeah, uh, Judge Judy and and Whoopi. Um, Whoopi'd be on the View. Is that is she still there? I don't. I so haven't seen that angry yelling at, at Ted Cruz or something. I don't yeah, know. When I, I used to. Do the in-home repairs. That always used to be what was on with uh, Gail Bayhart and uh, Whoopi. And and all my uh, customers would be sitting there watching it all day long. Yay. Look, they're so brilliant. Look at the, look at the genius on here. And I'd be like, yeah, that's great. Eat it up. Mm-hmm. Keep eating it. But I don't know. That's all. I just, you know, I just thought, you know, hey, one, we wanted to answer Kyle's question and and tell you, and the bottom line is, I think that they'll put up a little stand, but I gotta say, I think kind of across the board, I think that governments back down. You know, you might have some governors talk tough and do stuff, but more and more, they're still politicians and they still seem to kind of, as long as government holds stuff over your heads, you know, it goes back to that, um, like remember the seatbelt laws and things like that. And where we used to do the, well, if you don't make your state speed limit 55 miles an hour, and if you don't require seatbelts, we're not going to give you money for highways. Well, it's our freaking money they're not giving us. You know, the federal government collects it from all 50 states. And then they're like, yeah, but we're not going to give it back to you if you don't do what we say. Mm-hmm. And then right. you're like, wait, that that's just fucked up. But we somehow just don't care. And early on, we accepted that as a society. Mm-hmm. And right, now New York City and the farmer in Idaho are exactly the same people and have exactly the same needs. Exactly. Now you're getting it, Kevin. That's that's exactly it. So, you know, they did the same thing with all kinds of stuff, though. It's, uh, you know, it's not just... That uh, think of your local police force, right? So a lot of the towns can't afford to keep a real police force because their budgets are shot to shit. So the federal government comes in and says, well, if you institute these laws or do these things with your local government, then we'll give you money for your police force. Um, as long as you allow them to be used by, you know, enforce these several you know, federal things we want to push, then we're going to uh, give you money and resources so you can have body armor and all these things that, you know, honestly can be helpful to a uh, police force. I don't want my guys out there getting shot. Um, But instead, they're able to manipulate and control people. And as long as we let them take away our stuff, and I, I feel like we're already at that point where they've already taken away enough from us where our municipalities and things need the government. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people out there need the government. And no, I don't think a lot of you guys as preppers and people who plan and and make good decisions 
I don't think that you're necessarily the problem, but it doesn't matter as long as they get enough of the herd out there to go along, then they become dependent. And I don't think there's any turning back once they're dependent. You know, I think we need a good leader in Washington and I don't see the herd, you know, electing that guy. You know, I I had this uh, debate with another buddy where I'm like, it wouldn't matter if every politician was gone. Every single, you know, if you had a scenario like what was that TV show with um, the 24 guy, a designated survivor, right? And and, and all all of the government, you know, the state of the union, they get wiped out. It wouldn't matter because we're going to just elect the same bunch of idiots. Yeah, they'll have different names, but they'll be the same bunch of idiots because the people have already been conditioned and, you know, taught a certain way. And unless we get somebody who really, you know, can speak and teach as a leader in Washington, it's not going to change. I feel like we're going to just keep going down this slippery road here. And, you know, that's where we are. So you need to take care of yourself. You need to prepare. You need to make sure you can protect your family, both with guns and by having food, by having money, by not buying stupid shit that you don't need. You know, make sure your house is in order so you're not dependent on anybody else and you can make your own decisions. That's how we got into this position is because people got lazy. And they were afraid to, you know, you don't have your house in order, then you need from other people. At first, it was just easier to take from other people. And then you allow yourself to get where you need from other people. And that's a dangerous road. And I hate to say it, we've gone pretty far down that road. And I mean, it's possible to turn it around. But I would say now it's kind of time to be hunkering down and prepare to kind of weather the storm you know tough times are ahead even if we do turn the ship around it would be tough times um so you guys have thoughts opinions on this you can email us at preppingbadass at gmail.com um other you know concerns things you want to tell us also you can kind of get more instant feedback if you hit us up on facebook um I'm kind of horrible with Facebook Messenger. I haven't really figured out how to... I feel like I don't get the alerts when that happens. And so like, I go through and I'm like, hey, look, six months ago, somebody messaged us on Messenger. Let me get back to that. Whereas the email, we're pretty consistent. Um, We're pretty good at, at checking it. It's just easier. So you're probably safer there. But leaving comments in the Facebook group is great. Kevin is uh, pretty active there. I've been banned. I haven't been able to comment in my own Facebook group for a long time. I can somehow like things, but I can't post and I can't comment. It's been that way for like three months. I can't somehow get out of Facebook jail. I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, that might be another way to reach out to us. But with that, stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network.
think, with four of us spread out on a tiny island, that the task of tagging a whitetail would not be a big thing. But, as I've learned, no matter where I've been, whitetails can be damn tricky. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. You want to succeed, you want to fish, you want to be one of the greatest. Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.